Welcome to The Cap, where we are here to speak with college reps and other professionals in the field of college admissions to help answer all your questions and guide you through every step of the process. So if you're serious about college admissions, you've come to the right place. Are you ready? Let's talk about it. And now, here's your host, Dr. John Durante. Welcome to The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. I am your host, John Durante, and I am here to introduce you to college admissions representatives and other professionals in the field of college admissions. Our purpose is to serve you, the students and parents, so that you may gain insight straight from the people who ultimately make the decisions. Regardless of whether you will apply to a particular school being highlighted, you should listen to all of the episodes as each guest will give you tremendous insight and advice on every aspect of the college admissions process, prompting you to come up with your own follow-up questions for when you visit campus or meet with a college admissions representative yourself. Lastly, if you have any questions you'd like me to cover on future episodes or any comments you'd like to share, please email me at collegeadmissionstalk at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit our website at www.collegeadmissionstalk.com. So are you ready? Let's talk about it. Welcome to The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. I am your host, John Durante, and it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you today Rosa Velasco, who's an admissions counselor at Gonzaga University in the beautiful state of Washington. Rosa, so glad to see you here today. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing awesome, and I'm very excited about this conversation. So, Rosa, let me ask you. What are some of the things you personally love about Gonzaga University that makes it so appealing for so many students to want to apply and ultimately attend? Yeah, there's so many to just choose one to settle it down to one. But overall, I think community is really big at GU. We, we love to be social. We have a saying on campus just called Zags Help Zags. I always throw it out in our info sessions. And just the best way I describe that is you're like 10 feet out and someone's holding the door for you and you're like no just close it it's fine don't worry <laughs> about it and you kind of have to do that awkward sprint run all the way to the door and then they start a conversation with you they're like where are you headed what are you doing how's your day going so i really love the community aspect and then the second part is just our mission of so we are a jesuit catholic institution and the jesuits just have a big belief in finding the common good in all things as well as building students or focusing on educating students as a whole person, uh, which I really, really um, appreciate, which we're focusing on not only preparing students for a career path, but also just focusing on the mind, body, and spirit, essentially. Well, that's a fantastic introduction, and I'm glad that you touched upon the community aspect, but also the Jesuit philosophy, because I read a statistic, Rosa, that 94% of the freshman class actually returned which is truly an astonishing number and a testament to the work that you do in admissions, but also that Gonzaga does in terms of keeping the students happy once they're on campus. And speaking of campus, visiting the campus, if at all possible, before committing is obviously an important part of the admissions process. Rosa, if a student is able to visit campus, what are some of the areas they should visit and what are some of the questions they should be asking to help determine if Gonzaga is in fact the right fit for them? Yeah, well, definitely they'll be in our info session hearing some stats and some information from either myself or one of my colleagues. I'll also be going on a tour with the student, 
they're student-led, so all those tours, they're able to ask questions to someone that's actually there. But as far as just hanging out um, at Hemmingson Center is something I always encourage students. So Hemmingson Center is our hub here on campus. And if students can just go in, grab a Starbucks and sit down and then envision themselves there. Do you see other students interacting with one another? Do you see yourself there? Can you interact with this kind of student body? As well as we're a 15 minute walk to our downtown Spokane. You're more than welcome to walk there or bike there. There's the Lime bikes, the Lime scooters, um, and just explore, get some local food, see the area. And then as far as questions go, I always tell students, do you see yourself here? Do you, they offer the program that you're interested in studying? And if not, what kind of pathway do we offer that can take you to the career path you're wanting to choose? Um, as well as I always joke around and say weather. I work primarily with San Diego and Arizona <laughs> students. We're a four season uh, city. We do get snow, we get sunshine and rain and all of the above. So checking weather out, um, class sizes, social life, just asking all those, those right questions. Well, we really appreciate that intro. And I'm going to do something special for the first time with this episode, which is I'm going to ask a member of our podcast family, and those are people that opt in to the College Admissions Process podcast email list. I'm going to ask a member of the family to ask the next question. This question is coming from Mike, who comes to us from Arizona. Mike, go ahead. Thanks, John. What are some of the things that students do to demonstrate their interest in attending Gonzaga? And do you track such things as part of your overall process? That is a great question, Mike. Overall, we do track this. I always tell students, interact with us, call us, email us, snail mail us, whatever works for you. If we're visiting your school, make sure you come and say hi. If we're at a college fair, fill out an inquiry card. If we put a face to an application, we've interacted with you, it's more likely that we'll advocate for you in the admission process. So yeah, we definitely track that. So make sure to, to reach out to us. Well, we appreciate that answer. And Mike, thank you so much again from Arizona. And if any of the listeners are interested in becoming a part of the podcast family, please fill out the email opt-in form, which is available in the show notes or on the website, www collegeadmissionstalk.com. Thank you again so much. And Rosa, I was also interested, does Gonzaga University offer interviews, whether evaluative or informative? And if a student chooses to do an interview, what advice would you give them? Yeah, we do offer interviews. I think they're my favorite part of the, of the job, just getting to know students. Um, but yeah, we do offer them. These can be done virtually or in person. If you just look up at our website when you're visiting as well, you can just go to admission office and request an interview. But overall, they're super simple. They're just a conversation with either myself or one of my colleagues, just general questions. I always start off the interview by saying, I 100% assure you that you know the answers to all the questions because they're <laughs> about you, uh, just to kind of ease some tension. And I wish we can just call them conversations, but interview is a proper word. So that's how we, we see that. And as well as is a time to um, answer any questions that they may have as well. Well, that's fantastic. An opportunity to ask questions and get answers, but also to show off your uh, personality to the admissions representative. So again, we appreciate that. And what about an honors program? Does Gonzaga have one? And if so, how is a student considered for such a program? In other words, do they have to apply separately? Yeah, so we do have an honors program at GU. 
and it is by separate application. The application is due January 1st, um, and essentially we'll look for a portfolio focusing on just intellectual achievement, leadership skills, self-expression, service to others, curiosity, commitment, resilience. Um, portfolio can be anything from maybe a podcast. Uh, it could be anything <laughs> from um, just a presentation, an essay, whatever format the student chooses. And that can be submitted uh, and more information can be found on our website. Excellent. So I want to dig deeper into the admissions process itself. So Rosa, the transcript, of course, is the most important part of the academic portion of the application. Can you walk us through what are you looking for when reviewing an applicant's transcript? And does it differ based on the student's intended major? Yeah, that's a great question. So at GU, we look way more than just transcripts. Um, at GU, we have a holistic review where we consider different areas. For example, curriculum uh, is one of them. Are they challenging themselves, taking advantage of those AP courses, IB classes, whatever their school offers? Uh, we're also uh, acknowledging that not all schools offer the same kind of um, course, coursework. So we do look for a school report to see what is offered. Um, GPA and grade trends, are they trending upward? Are they trending downward? Uh, did you have a great freshman year, but then just started declining? And that's what those admission interviews are really great for as well. Like if you have a lower GPA um, and you want to share, maybe you had a hardship throughout your life during that period of time. Um, it really gives us a full picture. And then we also look at quality of writing. Um, I always tell students, double, triple, quadruple check your applications. Make sure it's what you really want to submit. Uh, students can be surprised that they have grammatically correct essays and then they're not capitalizing I's throughout the application or the state. So <laughs> just make sure you have what you really want to submit. Um, and then extracurriculars, that can be anything from club sports, uh, or school clubs, anything, maybe a job, summer job. I always tell students to include those as well. And then we are test optional. So it's totally up to them if they want to submit a test. And then when we're reviewing, the only two uh, different programs that we take a little bit different consideration will be nursing and engineering, which are our two direct and mid programs. Uh, the only difference with nursing is we'll look for um, just a heavy four-year science course load as well as uh, strong math, and then possibly some volunteer experience, maybe shadowing a nurse or medical experience overall. And then with engineering, we look for four years of math and science, uh, and particularly we'll look for if students have taken physics or calculus as well. Well, thank you so much for explaining the different majors that students can choose from. And I know that just to name a few, nursing, engineering, business, you have a great program in terms of special education as well. So I'm going to put a link to the Office of Undergraduate Admissions in the show notes, Rosa. If there's anything else that you want me to include, just send it to me. And of course, we'll make it available to the students and their parents. I was also curious, what are the different ways a student could apply to Gonzaga? And is there a benefit to applying one way over the other? So yeah, we only have the one application. It's on the Common App and it's due December 1st. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And I received some inquiries about students that are homeschooled. How does the application process differ for those students that are homeschooled? Yeah, so we do have a particularly different process from for homeschool students. So for homeschool, we do have a separate uh, section in the Common App to answer a couple of questions. 
Additionally, we require homeschool students with less than 30 semester or 45 quarter credits to submit an SAT or ACT. Fantastic. And what are some examples, Rosa, of college essays that left an impression on you? And what advice would you give a student who's sitting down getting ready to start their essay? They're all unique in their own way. There's some that I have just read this week that I'm like astonished by. (laughs) I wish I can share a little bit more, but obviously they're applicants and their stories are confidential. But overall, um, I always encourage students to share experiences where they can talk about who they were before, who they are now, and particularly who they hope to be in the future, especially here at GU. Fantastic. And aside from the academics, what can you tell us about what makes a student stand out in your overall process? Overall, I think students just demonstrate an interest. Like I mentioned previously, it's just a lot easier for us to advocate for them. There's a couple of students that I've seen maybe four times. They visited campus. They've visited at college fairs that I attended in their area and high school visits as well. And it's just a little bit easier to just put a face to an application and be able to advocate for them overall, as well as I always encourage students to list all of their activities. Um, if you have any unique volunteer experiences, make sure to utilize the additional information section on the Common App and let us know what you were up to. Well, that's great. And I was also curious, are there certain extracurricular activities or clubs that you're looking for based on the type of major the student is applying to? The only one I can really think of is our nursing program is just really competitive. And with that one, we do encourage students to have some sort of volunteer shadow experience in the medical field. It'll really help their application overall. Understood. And does Gonzaga offer any help for a student that may have had an IEP while in high school to help ensure that they continue to be successful once on campus? And Rosa, if you do offer such programs, can you elaborate on them? So we do welcome and support all students, and we want to make our campus as equitable as possible. So if there's any resources or accommodations a student may need, they're more than welcome to reach out to our office, and we can find them resources to do that. Fantastic. Thank you so much. This has been an outstanding conversation. Rosa, it leads us to our last question, which is, what are your top three pieces of advice that you would give a student and their parents getting ready for the college admissions process? Definitely reach out to your admission counselor uh, from all universities, obviously not just to you, but ask them questions, big or small. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, I work with Arizona and San Diego students. And this spring, I got a lot of questions of, hey, is a Patagonia jacket going to be enough for the winter? Do I wear Uggs (laughs) or do I wear Doc Martens? What's the proper jacket and, and boots to wear in the weather? So just the smaller, big questions, we're always happy to help. Visit campus if possible. Um, You never know until you're there and you might envision yourself there. Maybe you get there and it's not what you hoped it would be. So make sure you visit campus, interact with students while you're visiting, ask them questions. I'll assure you that when you're on a tour here at GU, you'll be hearing go Zags 10 (laughs) millions of times by students passing by. So make sure you just ask questions and visit campus. And then third and last but not least, relax, breathe, take a moment, and enjoy your senior year because it's your last one in high school. College is a little bit ways away, but we're always here and just take a moment to really enjoy it. 
Well, we really appreciate that. And like I said, this has been a phenomenal conversation. Thank you so much, Rosa, for your time, your expertise. I'm really happy as I know that this is going to help so many students and their parents. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. And go Zags. <laughs> Absolutely. Go Zags. Thank you again. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Cap, the college admissions process podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please don't forget to tell a friend and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. I am your host, John Durante, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Cap.